maybe. <laughs> oh, God, there we go. Always. Always an issue. We're in there. What's up? Welcome, everybody, to the Big Ten and Ridge podcast. It's me and Kenny right through today. Seth has a night off. Working some, some OT. OT, OT. In, in the Queen City. That was cool. Uh, what's that? That what it is? Queen City? Yeah. Charlotte? It's just nigga. Uh-huh. What's the King yeah. City? Queen City. Yeah, but so what's the King City? Uh, I don't is there know. one? I don't think so. I could be wrong. Maybe Sacramento. Yeah. so um post father's day weekend uh did a lot of grilling today i mean over the weekend we we got to hang out me and my fam kenny and the fam oh yeah we'll hang out a little grilling little little drinking i finally popped over some of that wine too man that shows good was it really that wine for it's a little i don't know if you there's a winery like right off the interstate going to Clarksville and oh, going up quite a bit for, uh, you know, work to do certain things. I always see that place. I'm like, man, I, I need to try that. What What is it? The Pleasant, Pleasant View is it or something no, else? It's, it's like Clarksville. Like the first oh, okay. Exit. Oh, yeah. I would have no idea then. Like exit five or something like that. <clears throat> I went to Clarksville. I've stopped. I've actually stopped in Clarksville one time. And it was when we went to do a, a store tour, which I didn't hmm. need to do. It's just nobody else I worked with had been in a store. Hmm. So they wanted to walk around and see what, you know, what was what. Store look like? Yeah, and just with the, with the, how they received stuff and all that. So it was kind of boring for me, but enlightening <laughs> well, folks, for some I've done this for a long time. I don't need to be here. Yeah, it was enlightening for some people, but not, not for Our me. Our different, man. It's a... So it's a little, little, it's kind of a small city that's that's, that's grown. I mean, obviously, you got the army military, base there. Military town. Yeah, but I feel like it's a crossroads. Like you're got different people from the military. You got some local people, people that like get out of the military and hang around, and yeah, people coming in through Kentucky <clears throat> and Tennessee, just trying to get out of the Nashville or get out of Kentucky. I don't know, but it's definitely a strange. Crossroads of play. Then you got Austin P University there too. So there's all mm-hmm. kinds of people coming in from there. But uh, yeah, the winery. Um, man, I should know. I should have had the name because I'm over here talking about it. But uh, I guess um, I'll mention it if I, I look it up. But um, yeah, uh, grilled out Saturday. Went over to my parents. Grilled out Sunday. Uh, and pretty chill, pretty cool weekend. I, I, I'm gonna be honest, I got a little tipsy on Saturday night. Really? Just a little bit. Nice. Like towards the end of the night, I was like, "Yeah, I'm kind of good." What did I do? <laughs> yeah, some some yeehaw brew. It's a good place to be though. Yeah. It was solid. Yeah, once in a while, you know. Yeah, gotta get a little, a little loose. And um. One thing that's cool is uh, I'm trying to try to finally convince my dad to go to the uh, NASCAR race on Sunday for Father's Day. I think he's going to try to do it. Oh, nice. But it's like the biggest NASCAR fan I know, and he just doesn't really like to, to get out and do things much. But 
hopefully, uh, hopefully on Sunday, he'll be like, yeah, let's go. Cause I've never been to, like, like I said, he's a big NASCAR fan and I've never been to a race with him. So this will be pretty cool. And just cool that Nashville got back doing that. And so I got some tickets and, uh, trying to, trying to work on some little hospitality. So that'd be a little easier for him. Yeah. Yeah, get to, to catch up on some, uh, some, I got to finally see Doctor Strange, which was, uh, interesting and pretty much exactly how y'all were saying, how y'all felt after watching it. I kind of feel the same way. It's just like, it felt like a movie that didn't really solve much. <laughs> just. No, it's, you have more, more questions than, uh, than answers now. Yeah. And, um, not really surprised too much about it, by anything. Like seeing the teams and stuff, I kind of already knew that, that Professor X is going to be somewhere yeah. there. Yeah, like, didn't, didn't that kind of suck? Like the way that they released the trailers, like especially closer to the movie release, like they kind of fed you more and more. I mean, it didn't kind of didn't really work out the way that you know we kind of thought it was going to. Yeah, obviously, but it was still kind of. Yeah, weird, I didn't really man. like how his end was <laughs> in the in the movie, but. I'm like, well, it's not going to be, it's obviously not going to be the X-Men universe that they're going to use here, so it'll be all right. I just think that, you know, it has to be, like, I, I think it was just, like, a lot of major foreshadowing, because, I mean, it's like Doctor Strange and all the other, when he f- saw himself in different universes or whatever, right, it was basically always, he always looked the same. Yeah. And so we could presume that, the, you know, Mr. Fantastic on, I'll say our Earth, because I can't remember what the number it is. 616. 616, that's right. So the, the Earth 616 Reed Richards and the Earth 616 Charles Xavier, one would presume that they exist. Yeah. And they still look the same. Yeah. But where are they? No, I don't that's the, I don't that's, know. That's the thing that's going to really need... That, that I need, you know what I mean? Like, how how are we going to introduce these characters? Yeah, yeah, that, and like that haven't they, been around. Yeah, another thing to explain is like where where were they? Yeah, during yes. Infinity Wars and like mm-hmm. and Age of Ultron and all that stuff. Like, they just 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 hanging out. The only way for me that they would work is if they just haven't happened yet. Yeah, and I was gonna say that's, that's the only way go. that it would work. Yes, there's that possibility. It's just weird because you know in the comic books they're around for some of the events that have already happened. Yeah, they they were one of the first. I mean, I mean, as far as like major groups in Marvel. Yeah, and as far as like anything that have to do with like the power cosmic or whatever, like they were kind of like the introduction to that. Mm-hmm. Well, well before we saw Captain Marvel, you know what I mean. Yeah, and so, I guess it would be hard, too, because especially going back to Professor X and Magneto's storyline, I mean, they are they were born in the middle of World War II. Yeah. With the whole Holocaust happening. Yeah. So, One of those things, man, I don't know. I mean, they gotta, the thing they is, gotta figure it out. They, they find creative ways to make origin stories fit and, like, make – like, they'll, they'll do whatever they need to do to make it fit the story. Like, they'll, they'll modify, like yeah. – They'll modify storylines. They'll modify even abilities. 
Because you hadn't watched any of Captain, I mean, any of Miss Marvel, right? No. Well, see, the thing is, I don't know a ton about the character themselves. I've seen the character on, like, comic covers and stuff like that, but I've never read them because it was, like, a little Mm -hmm. bit past my, like, comic book time. Um, But I know they've modified her powers somewhat. Like, it was thought, at least I thought she originally somehow got her powers from Captain Marvel or something along those lines. Because she can do, like, weird, like, stretchy things with her arms and, like, Mm -hmm. shape manipulation and stuff. And then in this series her power comes from something that she found. Mm. But they haven't, I haven't watched enough of it to know what the origin of it is yet. Yeah. So it could still be like a cosmic power thing. And I think it's like, why did they choose to do that? It's hard to say. Same thing with Shang-Chi. It's like the 10 rings were originally, obviously like the Mandarin wore them on his finger. Mm -hmm. The comic books turned them into rings that went around his wrist. Yeah. Or the, the movies did. Which I kind of like. It's cool. It's a cool concept. And now, like, actually, the com- like, there's a, a new line of comic books, I think, for Shang-Chi that actually he uses the rings from the movies instead. Of, you know, so they, they're kind of adapting that same element in the comics now. Yeah. I kind of forgot about Shang-Chi. That's, it was such a good movie, though. Yeah. So it's interesting how, like, even the movies now can influence the comics versus yeah. the other way around. So the, uh so that, that, that's, that's pretty cool, but like I yeah. said, I have, I have no idea about the character. So I, I did know. like uh, the Scarlet Witch coming into the villain role part of the whole Strange, Doctor Strange. Yeah, and it's one of those things. It's almost like you know she's kind of a villain, more or less. But it's almost like she had like a like this just this breakdown. Yeah. Like this psychotic breakdown, and it's like she had all this power, and I think it's really more or less. I think she got very, very, very desperate when she saw this life that she could have had with like children. Yeah. And when she got it, when she got a whole like you know, once she got her hands on the dark hold, you know, it's it's it, whenever they talked about the dark hold because they've talked about it. In like I don't know if you've ever watched Agents of Shield. Like the TV show that used to be around. No, I I didn't get into that series. So they they had the dark they had some 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 run-ins with the dark hole there and like in the comic books they talked about it and obviously Doctor Strange talked about it. It's a very corrupting force. Yeah. Like there's a lot of knowledge with the knowledge you gain from it. You get there's a there's a price. Mm-hmm. So, and I think really it's just kind of just. You know, she was just corrupted at that point. And obviously, you know, we see a little bit of redemption. Like she comes to her senses and realizes, you know, like what she's doing is wrong and all that stuff. <clears throat> they made it seem like she's dead, and she ain't. No, there's no way. And you, right. you kind of forget how like she's one of the more powerful beings, more so than it was. A lot of people give credit. Yeah, and they, like they she's forced, pretty they, powerful. Yeah, they foreshadowed that a little bit because, like, she was like, think about how, how she was. I mean, she ran work. through basically putting, that one world's Avengers. <laughs> yeah, she was putting in work on Thanos. Oh yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing. So she's she's strong, and like, I don't think like that wouldn't be enough to kill her. And like, the whole thing is like Agatha Harkness has a series coming up, mm-hmm. and in the comic books, she trained. Wanda. Yeah. 
and she kind of kind of like taught her how to use her powers and all that kind of stuff. So I'm thinking that that's going to be probably the basis to that. Yeah. Instead of there being a like WandaVision two, I think the Agatha Harkness thing is probably going to be the continuation. I'm yeah, I assuming it'll. I don't be think I need a one, another WandaVision. No, no, no. Because I mean, you, you kind of can't. Well, because it was it was, is, a, it was a it was a false reality, really. Like, yeah. One thing is is uh is um White Vision is kind of oh he's out, out there out in the loose. <laughs> yeah, I mean every other. And that's the thing, like, how, like, what are they going to do? Like, are they ever going to be able to get his personality back? Because mm-hmm. that's, the, I think that's the main thing that's, like, lacking is, like. It's a little strange that they have kids somehow. Well, that's the thing. They Well, they've shown her with kids. They've shown her in another yeah, reality with kids, with but they didn't say, like, who they had, ki- who, but ultimately they had her kids. kids. Yeah, and ultimately her kids do become they have powers. Yeah, and that's the thing. But I know in the comic books, like, they didn't, like, have kids, like, because of, like, a physical interaction between the two. I think they made a deal with oh, some okay. some some entity that has power. I don't remember if it was, like, Mephisto or yeah. somebody. But they made it. They, they had kids because of some, like, some, <laughs> out, some outside yeah. force. Because, yeah. obviously, Android on human action isn't going to produce a... <laughs> Yeah. Child, I don't think. Yeah, it's 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 weird. But the the only other two takes I have for for Doctor Strange is one I did like zombie Doctor Strange. That was pretty funny. Oh uh, yeah, I was not <laughs> expecting that part. <laughs> and two, the I think um you know kind of what you were saying with all these uh universes kind of colliding. There's there's something to that I think as well. Well, there's there's this, there's a lot of different versions of like. Uh, Secret Wars and all that stuff, and there's a couple different. There's a, like an older version of Secret Wars, and then there's like a new, a more modern version of Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. And it's like I know one of them ended up being like some other, some outside force. I can't remember what who the person was or what it was. Is like something was happening, and these two worlds, like like the main Earth and some other Earth, were colliding. And basically, like, heroes and villains, I think, from, like, both different, both planets, basically, essentially, were duking it out. And whoever won, basically, would be the yeah the, the world that actually got to live. The mm-hmm. other one would be destroyed. Now, the way that they could twist that is that the... Um, Celestials are a thing, and they yeah. got they show they're being pretty omnipotent and humongous. Yeah, and you know the main Earth, you know the, that 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 particular Earth stopped a celestial from being born. Mm-hmm. So we still don't know like what the punishment is on that. And that was uh, that came and got Doctor Strange at the end of the movie. That was uh, what's her name from the Internals, right? No, who was that? Completely, completely different character. I thought, was, I, for some reason, I could have sworn that was Angelina Jolie. No, 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 no. It's, uh, it's, uh, Charlize Theron. Oh, yeah, it was Charlize Theron. So she's playing a character that is basically, I had to look it up because I didn't know who she was. Um, 
basically in the comic books at some point she kind of becomes an interest love interest of Doctor Strange. But you know how like Doctor Strange was the Sorcerer Supreme yeah. in our reality, so she's basically like the Sorcerer Supreme of the um what is that realm called? Where remember the first Doctor Strange where Dormammu was? Uh, like, he was like a real dark realm, and it had like all these weird colors. And I think so. Uh, it was basically it's like some dark, some evil dimension or something like that. Like she's essentially like the Sorcerer Supreme of like oh, the dark, okay. the dark dimension, basically. Yeah. And she's actually like the niece. Or the she's related to Dormammu somehow. So basically, like, uh, okay, the main villain from the first Doctor Strange, yeah, that he fought. It's she's somehow related to him somewhere along the lines. Why he looks like he does and she looks human, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't quite explained that. And Doctor Strange's third eye. <laughs> yeah, so there's that, <laughs> that too. Was pretty funny. Which that's the like, thing is, which is interesting because like, I guess you know everybody, that? everybody's like, oh man, he must be corrupted by the Darkhold. But I think he didn't they destroy the Darkhold like every single version of it or something like that. Supposedly, or, or I think she did. I thought Some, maybe maybe Wanda did. Somehow she destroyed them all. I don't remember. But I thought yeah. she, I thought they destroyed. So I don't think he like has like. No, didn't has. um didn't um, what's his name or what's her name did. The, uh, America Chavez? She stabbed it with the uh, that knife or whatever. Oh, okay. So maybe that. So maybe it's just like toast. Yeah. And so I don't think it's like it's not like he has it under his bed and he reads it before he goes to sleep, you know, and it's corrupting him. Yeah. And we're gonna have some evil Doctor Strange. I don't think that. I think it maybe it's just like maybe because of some some knowledge that he has now, or he's like some some advanced something that he learned. Mm-hmm. Now he has like this all-seeing eye or whatever, and now it's just like <laughs> some some new, I don't know, mind's eye kind of thing. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's something weird going on. But I think just because the one, the evil Doctor Strange that had Darkhold, like just because he had the third eye, I was assuming that he's like corrupted also. But I don't, I don't necessarily. I don't buy it with this this guy. I don't think not so. This, not this version. Nah. And um, speaking of a, well, this is a weird transition, but I was gonna say speaking of third eye, Clay Thompson probably had probably need one in partying uh, over his celebration of their NBA championship. Yeah, he went in, man. He was out there wilding. Yeah, man, Draymond's man. running his mouth, and Clay's just out there running. Yeah, <laughs> taking 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 fans out and everything else. Yeah, man, that was crazy because he. He like tripped over some grate and just like <laughs> had the speed wobbles. Yeah, and straight tried to, to like, take off. Try to, to take off again, just popped into somebody. Yeah, and then the whole boating thing, and uh, I feel like there was like one more thing out there. Oh, he dropped his ring. He was yeah. uh, he was high fiving fans, I guess, on the street, and just straight dropped <laughs> dropped one of the rings. <laughs> Yeah, Steph is, Steph is out there having a good time too. Which I mean, I tell you what, like, <clears throat> like I'm happy, I'm happy for them. Like, I'm glad, I'm glad they ended up winning. Man, I wanted Memphis to get in there. Oh, I feel like yeah, they could have got past the Warriors. They they might have been able to make it all the way. It's possible. 
I mean, that would that would have been cool. I'm just saying, like, out of the teams that were left, like, because this is like I've always liked Steph, and like he's like I guess to a certain degree. I mean, I know obviously he has a, an elite level of skill, but a lot of people look at him as like the everyman like player. You know what I mean? It's like obviously he has great athletic ability, but it's not like ridiculous. You know what I mean? Compared to some of these other guys. Yeah, it's like it's just like ridiculous amount of skill, and you know he's getting shots that he shouldn't get, and he's making shots from a distance and stuff like that. And it's oh like, yeah, you know guys can see his game and be like, man, I could, you know, I could do that. I don't, I'm not that, I'm you know, I'm not that tall and I'm not you know that big, but I can, you know, that's stuff that I can work on. You know, so mm-hmm. it gives it gives the average man hope that he can actually play basketball. You know yeah, what I mean? Cause, like because when he's on. He's a game changer. Oh, dude! Like, he, but I mean, he, he he, I mean, he literally changed the game. He changed the way. Oh yeah, he did. And college. Yeah. Okay. And that's the, and that's the thing I don't understand. What the reason why I'm kind of happy that they won is because people are just like, just over the years, man, it's just so quick to trash the dude. And I don't know yeah. what it is. And maybe it's because like they look at it like he took the he had the easy road because like his dad was in the NBA and like. He didn't, you know, he didn't come out the mud and all that yeah, stuff. Like, I don't buy that kind of stuff, man. No, but I'm just saying, like, that's the kind of stuff that people say. Those people you know? are ridiculous. And it's just like, well, look at what this dude does, man. He's got, what, back-to-back MVPs at one point. And it's just the one thing he was really lacking was final MVP. And then the whole thing with, you know, Durant and them winning, you know, two of them. And, you know, they everybody was like, well, they needed Durant. Yeah. And then now it's like, well, no, they actually really didn't need Durant. You know, they probably I mean, they, they could had have. a Yeah, they had a really good team. Yeah, was, so it's like he would, yeah, obviously having Durant on the team made them absolutely dominant for the most part. But they didn't necessarily need him. Like, to be honest, isn't it the other way around? If you uh, look at it, if you look be. at it, if you look at it now, maybe he Durant needed, didn't win anything in OKC, right? Nope. Or with the Nets, like they should be, like oh, everybody thinks they should be. Oh, yeah. I mean, the whole thing is, like, he left Golden State because of ego. Like, he wanted to prove he could do it on his own. And him and Draymond, you know, even Draymond was telling them, like, they were on the same team, and he's over here telling them that we don't need you. We can do it without <laughs> you. Because, you know, Draymond's an asshole. But, <laughs> it's, but, else. but it's validating, like, I guess for him, too, is, like, this. That's like, what, like, Kevin Durant will never be able to say anything to him now because they literally won a championship Without him, yeah. and they haven't done, and he hasn't done shit. Well, they've won four, so didn't they win one before? No, they, they did, they did, they did. But I'm just saying, like, since then, since the transition, yeah, you know, they had they had a bad season, one really bad season. Steph really has never had a bad season, but they had a terrible season. Yeah, uh, last year, I mean, they had a lot of injuries, and they came up. Everything, you know I mean? like, yeah. Oh, well, that first season that Clay was hurt, like they were they were trash, yeah. man. But they got a bunch of good young players too. That, they do now, that's and that's, kind of, and that's the thing with that team. Like that's the thing. I bet looking back, at some point he'll never admit it. But think about like if if Kevin Durant could have like if he wasn't so sensitive and it could have swallowed his pride a little bit and it, it made it more about like man, I just want to be, I just want to play on a good team. I want to win championships. I want to be happy. Man, think about the championships they could have won. And he still would have been considered the best player. You know, everybody's like, well, you know, it's always going to be Steph's team. That's fine. 
it doesn't mean that Kevin Durant wouldn't have been the best player on the team. Because he certainly would have been. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, though. They all, all, all those guys, even when he was on the team, they all were just so different and contributed in so many different ways that it wasn't like anybody is like better than others. It's just like, hey, this is, you know, my just, thing and this is your thing. It's just one of those things I think he was always just so concerned with it. He was too concerned with his legacy, so much so that he was willing to just bail, go somewhere else, try to build something to say that, you know, I could do this. I didn't need I didn't need them. Yeah. To win my championships. I could do it on my own. All I I get my boy and you know, we'll get a couple guys and you know, we'll run this thing on the Yeah, East. I think and the thing is is like like going back to Miami when LeBron, Chris Bosch and uh uh Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade all got together. It seems like they you know, people are trying to emulate that. I feel like they just all were like the perfect match because they all just kind of gelled versus these other yeah. stars aren't just, you just can't, like, look at the Lakers. I mean, Jesus. Uh, especially oh, the last few seasons. Oh, like, they're wow. Apart. wow. Yeah. Brooklyn, I mean, you have. So that should have been, I don't know, man. That you have been. a dynamic team. They should have had something. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, you. I mean,. And even even they had that big three plus Ray Allen in Miami. Yeah, I think at least for a couple of those. And uh, I mean, kudos to Boston. I mean, they got a good young team too. Well, see that, and that's the thing. I think the the way that the way that Boston's doing it, the way that Golden State has been doing it, you know, getting these young guys. You know, they have they have their stars, but you know, they 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 get their they draft well, and they develop. Yep. The thing is the development, like they develop well. Systems, yeah. the system's good. Everybody, no, you know, no, you don't, you don't have people who are, you don't really have divas. Like you have, you have strong personalities, but it's a team, it's a team first thing. It's all about winning. It's not about legacies necessarily, or like who's who's scoring the most. You know, it's not about it's not about the bullshit. It's just about trying to win and playing team basketball. Yeah, and that's what you want to. That's it's just it's just more interesting to watch, and it's like it's more of a older school mentality. I mean, you, you've seen the power teams win a couple times, but then also like say like look at Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Yep. Same deal. They got a couple good players, but it's not like a super team by any stretch. You know, you got Giannis, you got Middleton, uh, and they're and they're good because the other players they have are role players and everybody knows their part. You have a couple of dominating players, but mm-hmm. you don't have to have like you don't have to have a big three. Really, this is really if you have like a, a almost just a, a big two and a bunch of good role players and you can stay healthy, like yeah, you got it. You got a shot. I mean, like the Grizzlies. I mean. The Grizzlies, you know, don't really. I mean, they have just a bunch of good young guys. Uh, yeah, Minnesota's gonna be a problem. Yeah, and um, I think that's just that's just what it is. It's just, it's just the, I think it's just the development thing. There, I think what people are realizing now is like th- there is no easy way to get a championship. the The whole super team thing is going to be a hit or miss. You can take three great players, but you don't know how they're gonna play together. Yeah. Like the the whole Nets experiment, like oh, proves God. it. Yeah. It also NBA. says a lot of also says a ton about Kyrie and um, James Harden. Also, as far as their, I don't know, man. 
their 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 effort level and their like commitment to the game. Like I don't even know. Like it's hard to say sometimes. Like what's going through those guys' heads? To be yeah. honest. Speaking of that, I mean tonight's NBA draft. I don't know. I don't really know too many. You know, too many of the guys that are coming out right 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 this minute, but. Looks like they've kind of already started with the probably in the, I think they're around the eighth or ninth pick right now, but um, it'd be interesting to see if anybody comes out of this class. Well, I know like I'm trying to think of some of the guys that they've been talking about. I know Paolo was a big one. He just um, went one overall to Orlando. And then you got your guy, you got your guy from the big dude from Gonzaga. I can't remember his name. Um, the dude from Auburn that was like the SEC. Um, Chet Holmgren went to. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Chet Holmgren. OKC. So I, I mean, like, there's a couple guys that, yeah, Chet Holmgren. That's the guy I'm thinking about from Gonzaga. Jabari Smith from Auburn went third. Yeah, on him. That's that's the yeah SEC player of the year, or whatever. Yeah. That's the guy. yeah. I know a little bit about him. I think he's going to be good. Keegan Murray from Iowa went fourth. And Jaden Ivey from Purdue went fifth. Nice. Houston Rockets, man, what a dumpster fire. I think they're going to end up – I think John Wall ended up picking up his player option, but, like, I think they're looking for any any chance to cut ties with that dude as they can. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, man – I mean, there's, dude, there's a lot of teams that could potentially be good. Like, even the Pelicans, like, if Zion could stay healthy with the team that they're building there, like, the young guys they have, like, they can yeah. actually be pretty good. It's just, like, I don't know if, like, you know, a lot of people say, like, well, he needs to slim down. He needs to do this. I don't know. But the dude's athletic ability is nuts for his size. Oh, yeah. Like, like even right now, I was watching some, uh, some video of him uh, just – just training and stuff. And the dude was just like, just slam, like, like slamming it just back to back to back. Like it was just effortless. Yeah. Like dude, like he was like, he was like doing dumps like dudes who like practice free throws. It was like nothing. He was believing like, it was like no effort. So, I, I don't know, but just gotta stay healthy and find him some shoes that don't explode. <laughs> that, that yeah, that too. So, uh, man, I forgot to circle back around for – how was your Father's Day, Kenny? <laughs> oh, damn, we kind of just went on some – a long segue to segue to segue and then didn't even get around. To yeah, really, really just hung out. Honestly, didn't do a ton. We went to eat brunch at 60 Vines, which is in the 5th and Broadway um, food mega complex. On Broadway in Nashville, which I actually really li- I, honestly like, I like the concept and everything a lot more than what I thought I was going to. Yeah. Because it, it, the times we've been, it actually has not been like ridiculously overran with people like I thought it was going to be. And the parking situation is like, it's just nice. Yeah. It's, it's easy to get in there and park. I mean, it's not super expensive. I wish they would do some kind of like. Validation and stuff, but whatever. I mean, I I get it. 
mm-hmm. you know, most major cities park is not going to be cheap. So I don't, I'm not really like super mad about that, but, um, but yeah, we went, so 60 vines, I mean, it's, it's like, it's, it's, you can go for any time. You can go for brunch or lunch or dinner. Um, it's a place that centers, as far as the drinks, it centers around wine, mm-hmm. which obviously with the name, you could probably gather that. And so they have a ton of wine on tap and stuff. Like I've never really seen a place that had, and I'm used to seeing beers on tap, not like a ton of wine. So it's yeah. different. It gives the, you know, you see people walking around with their little wine glasses and stuff. Like it feels a little like, you know, a little bougie. And it's like, do I really want to be here right now? Because, <laughs> you know, it's like, because we don't really drink wine like that. And like, we're not, yeah. like, it reminds me of like, I don't know, like your, reminds me of like Karen walking around with her Starbucks cup kind of has that, had that vibe, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just like, oh, look at us. Look at us with our fancy wine. But I would go back a hundred times though, to be honest, because like the, the place is cool. It's like near the top of it, pretty much, the, pretty much the, the top, and it's like very like open, lots of windows, and it's like you can see the Ryman like from where you're like, oh, yeah. from, from there. It's like right across from me. It's on that side. Yeah, so it's pretty, it's yeah. pretty neat. Um, and the food's really good. Like we were a little disappointed they had some like orange glaze like morning buns or something but i guess they didn't have them that day for some uh-huh. reason but <clears throat> instead we got morning a uh, yeah morning buns <laughs> instead we got a um a dutch baby and shared it i don't know if you've ever had a dutch baby pancake i don't think but I it's a dutch like baby pancake so what it is is like typically they'll take it's like close to like traditional pancake batter but i think a little bit more eggy Okay. And they will – I think they basically like, – I'm pretty sure the way they do this is like they heat up a, a skillet or cast iron pot or something, and then they pour the batter in there, and then they throw it in the oven or something huh. along those lines. So it's like pancake – it's like a pancake souffle kind of hybrid thing. Damn. Okay. And, and they served it in the thing that they cooked it in. And this thing, I thought it was going to be small. This thing was fucking humongous. And they served it with with uh, like strawberries and some cream sauce and stuff, and that thing was awesome. And I'm kind of glad that they didn't have the morning bugs because I was going to straight up get an entree plus that for myself. <laughs> and then when I realized how big it was, I was like, yeah, it would, it would not have went well. Um, <laughs> but that was really good, and I ended up getting – because they also make their own pizza there, and they have like a wood fire oven, like one of those Italian-style oh, yeah. ovens and stuff. So they, they're legit, but they had a uh, breakfast pizza – they had like white sauce and bacon and like house made sausage, had um, fried eggs on it, and then you do like a little maple syrup drizzle on it. Mm. Man, dude, <laughs> that shit was good. Like, I, I would go and get that, like, without question, like, multiple times. Like, it was good. Um, she so got some kind of pork sandwich that she really liked, and I mean, there's just a lot of a lot of good stuff. But there's a lot of stuff on the menu that we want to try, so we'll probably end up going back for like. Did y'all walk around out there? No, like, not, not everything else out. Not a ton, no. Which we—that's the thing. We really—we've been there to that little area like twice now. Yeah. And have not really. We kind of just like parked, went to where we were eating, <clears> and then like left. Oh, okay. 
So like the actual like the the assembly assembly food hall area where there's yeah. like two floors and has all the different like food places and stuff and like the little like more like a cafeteria style setting kind of thing. Like we haven't even like walked through that. Damn. So which might be next on the list because there's a lot of places in there that we can try. Like I've been wanting to try this. It was a Steam Boy Steam Boys, I think, that does yeah. the dumplings and stuff. So they have a they have a outpost there. So we might uh try that at some point. Yeah. And they have the um Coco's Italian, which I think their food is really good, but their desserts I think are I like their desserts better than their actual like savory stuff. And they yeah. have they and they Coco's has like its own like little dessert like shop. Oh, really? Where they have like cannolis yeah, and like go back down there. Italian pastries and stuff like that. So it's it hard it, to like go down there and not try to get everything. <laughs> oh yeah, it, but it's it's cool that they have so many like Nashville uh, staples. Oh yeah. In one spot, and the thing is too, I was looking at it. I don't remember like, like last week, but there's a lot of there's still some open space. Yeah. Like, it's not all full yet. Yeah, because it. I mean, it was the old National Convention Center. There was a lot of space fill when they redid it. Yeah. And then you got some. I mean, you got so you got everything in there. Like yes. even on, even on the like. So you got pretty much everything on the ground level. And then you got yeah. you know the nicer places upstairs. You got the uh, kind of the music venue or or event space and. Um, yeah, there's a lot of shops and stuff kind of scattered in there. Yeah, they got a Nike store in there. They got an Apple store. They just recently opened like a Carhartt specific store. Which, That's wild. Uh, That's wild that they have that right there. That I mean, if I'm a tourist, I'm going to love that place because it has all the local shit. Yeah. It has some stuff that, like, no matter who you are, you're, you're, I mean, you might stop in the Apple store or Carhartt or whatever. Like, cool little shopping. Yeah, it's just it's just weird. Like some of the best, like they got you got Hattie B's and Prince's in one yeah. spot. You know, you got Jenny's ice cream, which is extremely popular. You've got Pharmacy, which is like ridiculously popular, but also Shake Shack. Yeah. And then you've got, and it's like some of the best pizza. Like you got Desano. They got the a, a Desano location in there. Oh, I didn't is, know they got Desano yeah, there too. Yeah, which is some of the best wood fire pizza in Nashville. But then you also have Slim and Huskies, yeah, downstairs. So it's like they've got you've got like opposing versions of like different kind of like you know Nashville staples. Yeah. So it's, I mean it's really cool. I I love the whole food, food hall concept, anyways. Since the first time we've like really went to one. Yeah. I just think it's really cool because you can kind of you can get whatever you want. Like I said, and then like I said, like you got you got Coco's. They got their like dessert and coffee spot. They got their Italian spot. I mean, there's fucking a place that has snowballs in there. There's tacos, yeah. um, donuts. I mean, you name it, man. It's man, nuts. Going back to pizza, I I wouldn't call it an argument, more or less a debate. Got into with a coworker that uh, that's from the Chicago area, and she was saying that. 
the best pizza that she's had since she's been in Nashville was like a uh, like a deli pizza she got that was a like some brand that's from home. And I'm like, what? I was like, where have you been? And she was like, I've been to Five Points, and I didn't think it was all that. I was like, you're out of your mind. You're you're just you just. So she's a, well, obviously she's a homer. Well, I was like, so she, she literally like, said I, she literally said that it was a it was a it was. Yeah, and I was like. I was like, so I was like, how how could you say that that's better than that? There's so no way. Was, so you said it was. What did she say that was the best kind she got? It was like a like a deli or some kind of frozen style pizza that was like from Chicago. Like, like from Chicago, they like kind of branched out. Well, she's a, she's just she's just a fucking homer. Like, yeah. Because this is the thing. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh my god, like no no nothing's gonna be five points pizza or nothing's gonna be. No, but it's Sano or, or or nothing's gonna beat the pizza at you know City House and or fucking Lockman Table. You name it, but I mean you can't sit here. No, like nobody can like nobody can say that there's that they can't find good pizza in Nashville. Yeah, and that's what I told her. I was like, you know, Nashville is a pretty good pizza city. I mean, and I it is like, now. Like, and I was like, even if even though you're from Chicago, I was like, there's like legit Chicago style pizza here too. She was like, "Yeah, I'm not a big New York style person." Well, then she then you can't talk about it. Like if that's and I was like, well, if you yeah, just say like, like "Hey, this is New York style." It's yeah, just, if you say, "Hey, I don't prefer thin crust. I don't like New York style. I don't like thin like Neapolitan wood fire style. I like thick ass crust, and when you drop it on the table, it makes a thud." But she says she like Detroit style, which is not. Like it's not like New York, so so that's the thing. Detroit style is like pan pizza. Yeah. Not Chicago style. It's like you you know what I'm talking about. It's like thick, fluffy crust. Like, it's like the, I think the we is the crust like butter crust or something like that. Yeah. Well, well no, it's like it's, it's like spongy. Like it's just like I mean, Detroit style pizza is like a better version of a Pizza Hut pan pizza. Yeah. Because like if you go to what's that place called? Oh. Seth and them went earlier. Me and me and Mindy have been a couple times. Um, right. Hold on, Emmy Squared. Oh, they're Detroit style. Emmy Squared is Detroit style pizza. Okay. And I will say this: like I'm not a pan pizza fan. Like I don't like thick ass fluffy fluffy crust like that. Yeah. Or like focaccia bread style crust or anything. But like for that style pizza, it was really damn good. Yeah. It's not like. I, I could see myself like wanting it, like kind of craving it every once in a while. But if I want pizza, you know, nine times out of ten, it's going to be a thinner, a thinner style pizza. That's just kind of how it is. Yeah. But as far as Chicago style pizza, yeah, I mean, like, the, was it three hundred five pizza in Germantown? Three one, three one two, three one two. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember the zip code, but or the area code. But I have the thing is, I don't have any. Chicago style pizza to put it up against, but everybody says like even like I read reviews and stuff and people from Chicago say it's like pretty damn close to being it, you know it's like pretty authentic. So I don't know if that's true or not, but it's good to me. So if she, I mean, she should probably try that if she's looking for that kind of style pizza. Yeah, I'll mention it. Yeah, it just was like blew my mind. I was like, no, you're. You can't sit here and say that you just can't. You haven't looked hard enough. Yeah. 
and that's the thing, it's just pizza's not the most difficult thing in the world either. I mean, you should be able to go to most cities and find at least, you know, some decent, decent pizza. Yeah. But I would say Nashville actually has some, some great pizza spots. But I'm not going to be, like I said, that's what was my point. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be a homer and say that Five Points Pizza is like the absolute best pizza I've ever had in my life and nothing's better. Yeah, I mean, it's my, I, I it's even, my preferred pizza at home for sure. I told, I told her that like Julian's is the best pizza I've ever had in New York. Yeah, it's I'll, I'll like a homer for Nashville. I'll say I've had at least there's at least two pizza places that I've been in New York that I like better than Five Points, but it's un, it's not even. It's hard to beat Five Points. It's not. It's not fair. Yeah. Like we're talking about Juliana's and like John's of Bleecker Street, which Mike suggested. Oh yeah, and that, and that shit was fucking on point. Wasn't that the uh, like like you walk up and order by the slice kind of place? No, that was um, no oh. John John's was, John's was a sit down place, oh, okay. and, they, and they actually use they use coal uh, coal ovens. Um. But yeah, God, that place was good. That line was that was a pretty long line to get in that place though. Yeah. Uh, but we also went to El Prince Street. Pizza is just a lot. You know, it's a, lot, a little bit of a line, but you just walk up, and they basically just got slices behind glass, and they heat them up and whatever. But like, oh okay, their pizza was super good, and they also had the square slices. And yeah. I tried I tried one of them there because they have like they had like the real good pepperonis, like the cup that cup up when they cook them. Oh yeah, I, and they like, uh, was it like Tombstone or something? It's like the only oh yeah, <laughs> some like cheap pizza always done that. And I was like, man, yeah. those are the best pepperonis. But yeah, for that style of pizza, like, I was kind of surprised to see like something like that in New York. But everybody was raving about it, and it's one of the, it's one of those like really popular spots. So I was like, eh. yeah, I think it was when we had first the first when we had first got into town. Because we were supposed to go eat somewhere else, but our our flight was canceled, and I had to get another flight, so we ended up getting there later than what I wanted to. Um, so we had to skip wherever we were going, and then just get a few slices of pizza before we had more pizza for mm-hmm. dinner. <laughs> but that's how it rolls. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. Pizza, Nashville. <laughs> And uh, but yeah, definitely. Like I want to go. Like I for sure want to go back to uh, Fifth and Broadway pretty soon because, like I said, the Assembly Food Hall thing. Like there's so much stuff I want to try in the food hall area. Like Steam uh, Steam Boys is definitely one of them. I want to try them to see if they're still like uh, consistent with the like main places. I don't know. Just, there's a lot of like, this place I hadn't tried. Like I haven't tried Steam Boys. I hadn't tried yeah. any of the other locations. So I think I think we had Steam Boys. I have to ask my wife. I'm pretty sure there was like a Steam Boys when her mom lived in Germantown. Like yeah, there, yeah, there's one. The, there's one like, over there. on the other side of her building. It was it was in the bottom of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's one in that area. So you're probably, you're probably right. But it's cool, man, because, like, I mean, obviously, like, I wouldn't necessarily have to go to a pharmacy there, but it'd be, if it's not busy, like, that's convenient. Yeah. But more or less, I'd like to, I'd rather just, like, try some of the stuff I can't get anywhere else. 
I mean, Steam Boys I haven't been to before, so I'd like to try that. But they have like a couple different taco places. Yeah. So it'd be cool, like, to get some fucking pork buns, some dumplings, some tacos. Yeah. Some they got Indian food at the same time. They got. Oh, they got everything, and then they got all these different like dessert places, like like I said, shaved ice, donuts. Yeah. They got cannolis and shit, and uh, something else I'm thinking about that I can't remember. I wonder, do, do some of these places stay open late? Because I mean, Broadway's obviously booming. I'm sure some of them do. I know for sure, like Slim and Husky stays open until like 3 a.m. on the weekends, which kind of yeah. surprised me, but makes I'm sense. sure they're booming, booming out pizzas because <laughs> people get down there and get drunk. And they need to have something. <laughs> oh yeah, and they're and they're 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 processed the way they cook them and stuff is. The f- a funny uh, Twitter follow uh, is a Nashville scanner, uh, and they'll they'll pull up like live feeds from downtown, like live cameras, and it's kind of fun if you're just like super bored and want to people watch for like five minutes without having to go downtown. And then they'll have all the like calls that come in, and it's like it's always something happening at Kid Rock's uh, place. Oh, of course. Um, somebody fighting or slinging a colostomy bag or something crazy. What the hell? That literally happened. That's that's the only reason why I said it. That's disgusting. Yeah. It's like um, top level disgusting. And then you'll see on like Scoop Nashville sometimes you'll see like so and so came to town and got too drunk. I don't I don't necessarily follow Scoop Nashville because, but sometimes they they put out some stories you're just like what the fuck. <laughs> That's scary. Yeah. Um. Man, so. Uh, that's everything I got, man. <laughs> this might be a it's short tough. pod. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. I mean, yeah, we got 4th of July coming up. We got... Yeah. <clears throat> There's a lot going on. Like, not too far from football season, man, honestly. Within the next couple of weeks, I mean, we've got, like, the Stranger Things finale is going to be huge. Oh, yeah, that's going to be crazy. Which, that'll be Friday, so that's still not going to be for the next pod. But then, yeah, we'll have 4th of July. Uh, Love and Thunder will be out the following weekend. Yeah, that's, what, July 8th? Yeah, that's, that's, right now I'm just kind of living for July, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Trying to trying to stay in the trying to stay in the moment, but you know, looking forward to uh, July for sure. Yeah, hot out here. Oh, dude. I, I read something or uh, yesterday that like it was a hundred degrees, uh, like legit a hundred degrees in Nashville for the first time since like 2012 or something like that. Yep. It's just kind of odd. It seems like it feels like it feels like it's been that hot before, but I guess not. But I guess official temperature. Yeah. And it's supposed to be. I think there was one day. I don't know if it was today or supposed to be this weekend. It's supposed to be like 103 is a high. And folks that are listening that aren't familiar with natural weather, it's it's humid here too, so it's like a whole other level. It's not like you're out west and you. Oh yeah, they're saying 100, 100 degrees, 102 degrees, but the the feels like. Yeah. Is going to be higher than that. 
Yeah. But dude, it's, it's been like hot. Like even weird because you know we get stuck watching the Weather Channel at work sometimes, and like <laughs> looking at Florida, and even Florida was like damn near 100 degrees, and like Ugh. that's not good. Yeah. But at the at the same time, I'm not like in the city. Like I know like I guess global warming is you know a thing, but like I don't know why this is. When they talk about like this, it's like oh, you know we're breaking records, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like they were showing a city and they were making a big deal about it breaking the record, and they were talking about global warming. So it broke the record by a single degree, right? Yeah. So it was like it was like one degree hotter than what it had been. That was the max was. But yet the last time it had it had, it was that hot or one degree cooler than the maximum was like forty years ago. That's wild. So. If if the, if the the old high was 40 years ago and it just now we beat you know it just now topped it you know 40 years later like how consistent is this stuff like <laughs> you know it's yeah. just hard you know it's just you know you look at it's just reading through the information and stuff like that it's hard to understand it all because you would think that the warming would be more consistent you, you look weather, at like it, weather patterns man yeah. Uh-huh. It's different weather pattern weather patterns. Winter sure is cold as fuck, so <laughs> But no, I think it's a part of it. I think warm it's up, like warm up the op- a little bit. Like polar ends of each other. Yeah. That causes like it causes the other. <laughs> Who knows, man? Well ready to wrap it up. Yeah man. <laughs> Well, as always, you can follow us at Big Ten Rich on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Subscribe and all that good stuff. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple. And we'll talk to y'all next week. We're out here. (laughs) Fans will make them dance. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit, I got to cancel. Yeah, you got to do that that one thing at the end.